I've been spending a lot of time with different groups of younger people who want to save the earth, but riding a bicycle is not on their number one priority to save the earth. Yeah. It's in their mind, but until yeah. we make it safer, more efficient. Yeah. So we're in this weird cycle of modes and young people would rather hit their app and get the Uber yeah. than ride a bike. Yeah. It's easier. Multimodal has still got to be the bottom line. And I'm I with you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Who That's needs to I go need. to the gym? Can you carry a bike on Uber? So we have Claude Ashagian and Dorothy Wong in the studio. And awesome. Claude, I know you from uh, Bike Kitchen. I haven't actually been wrenching lately at the kitchen, focusing on other things in life, but I still try to remain involved and help out in any ways that I can over there. And Dorothy, you are involved in education. Uh, yes, so... I actually got certified to teach bicycling education from the League of American Bicyclists. And uh, I actually went to Washington, D.C. If you can believe it, there was very little bicycling education and, quote, certified instructors in Los Angeles. How crazy is that? That doesn't surprise <laughs> me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I went to D.C. to find a place to get uh, instructed. And before I, before I could get to that level, I had to take traffic skills 101. I thought I knew everything, but really I didn't. And uh, <laughs> I got uh, uh, a really great education from Ron Durgan over uh -huh. at ah. uh, Santa Monica Bike Center, right? And mm -hmm. uh, he um, taught me traffic skills 101. They had a little university campus uh, at a little former parking lot along the beach uh, to learn skills and then how to teach them. So. It's been revolutionary in a short time, and it's amazing how many people actually over the age of 50 that are taking these classes. So tomorrow we're going to be teaching in Mid-City LA West, um, just off of Fairfax. We have two people that are 70 years old, two people mm. that are in their mid-60s, three people that are in their mid-50s. It's called oh. BEST, so it's like Bicycling Education Safety Training. And so this is Metro, your Metro Dollars at Work here in Los Angeles, um, teaching bicycling education. So the first class is introductory, kind of getting you uh, used to riding a bike. In theory, you're supposed to uh, know how to ride a bike already. Does everyone here know how to ride a bike? Everyone here yep. does. Some, <laughs> sometimes I think I need to take lessons myself. <laughs> But then the second class dives a little deeper into uh, California Vehicle Code and Rules of the Road. And mm -hmm. then the last class, you actually uh, take it uh, to the streets. So we do a three-mile ride. We did mm -hmm. our first round in Pasadena, Altadena. And again, I had somebody that was 70. Uh, the first day, they were on a loaner bike. Uh, the next uh, class, two, they bought a bike. And then they made friends with the 65-year-old <laughs> that was in the class. And so she kind of found some some new friends, but you know, again, we really have to advocate for everybody, no matter what age, um, you know, separate infrastructure, safer streets, slower speeds, you know. Uh, this is all part of Complete Streets, right? Yes. Advocating so that you can be safe, even if you're riding a bike. That's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Isn't there an episode on I, that? Can I ask a question about that, Dorothy? Is, wh what's the deal with riding on the sidewalks in the city of L.A.? Uh, what's the deal? You mean what's the law? Yeah, what's the law? Uh, you know, every... So we're, we're taught uh, as 
bicycling educators that everyone has to check every municipality to see uh, what street, what sidewalk it's legal on. When we teach little kids, we actually teach them to ride on the sidewalk because the streets aren't safe. Makes sense. But um, generally speaking, sidewalks aren't predictable. People aren't looking for you. Sidewalks are in terrible condition. Yeah. Um, so, you know, either it's illegal or it's not illegal. Uh, it can be safer at times, but generally speaking, you're just not cars backing out of their driveways, out of businesses, uh, aren't looking for bicycles. Is it more or less safe than the street? We haven't figured that out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, the League of American Bicyclists says it's less uh, okay. safe, well, but, well. you know, it comes down to being predictable is uh, what's being taught. So at this, until we have separate infrastructure, you know, just like a car, uh, a car in theory is moving uh in the lanes of traffic, and so sh should bicyclists, in theory. Well, but when you're talking mm -hmm. about infrastructure, how complicated are you speaking about? Are you speaking about bollards? Are you speaking about a line? You know, are you speaking about a completely separate, um, you know, path? Because that that's where we ha we keep running into problems on the street. Um, if we can't just do a line it's going to cost a lot of money, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and then even even putting down the line without bollards even um, is causing political upheaval, <laughs> you know? I know. <laughs> I think when you build that separated Class 1 path, for example, the Los Angeles River, and you're completely yeah. away from oh, cars, yeah. it's yeah. evidence that people want to be there. It's safe yeah. space away from cars so obviously that's well, that brings people to those pathways and then after that it's really how the overall street design works how many cars are on the road what are the speeds where is it taking yeah. you like it kills me that i've been starting to take the bus more and really uh -huh. enjoying sort of their, now first i went on a car diet tried not to drive and ride my bike then i realized i could become multimodal so I'm, yeah. on the, I'm on the multimodal wagon. What about you guys? So you put your bike. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. You, you yep. put your bike on the front of the bus. And you yeah. 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 I got a folding bike. I take three trains to work, the gold, the red, and the expo. Wow. Do you I fold your that. bike? Sometimes I don't have to, but yeah. mostly that's why I got it. You put it right on, the, on inside the bus, right? Yeah, I d would do that. I wouldn't put it, a folding bike on the rack in front just because no. it's easier to yeah. take. So you could, you could ride it onto the metro rail, or you could fold it and put it inside the bus. That's awesome. Well, I end up carrying it into the Metro Rail most days because of just how crowded it is during rush hour. Huh. Yeah. Really? I would love to. I actually don't own a folding bike. How many bikes do you guys all have? Do you all have folding bikes? I have, I have too many. Yeah. 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 We have too <laughs> many, but the folding bike seems like just the perfect tool mm -hmm. uh, to be multimodal. Well, you know what's coming in now are those little bird scooters. But, you know, I keep seeing them on Facebook and everything. I don't see them in real life. because that's, that's that's the electric Oh, they're all over yeah, Santa Monica. Yeah, I've seen them sitting on the side of the corner there. What's the fuss? Apparently well, they're leaving them around. They're just dropping them, you know. Who's leaving them around? The the people who use them. How does that work? I'm sorry. I, it's I'm dockless. Ignorant. It's dockless. It's do yeah. Okay, so... You know how Metro bikes have their dock, and you, you have to take it from one dock to another. But um, there are some other dockless bicycles that are, you know, not motorized, and then these birds 
are motorized and they're scooters and they're little. And people are, they're in the bike lane with them. <laughs> this has become like a bike world issue. You know, I guess the top speed in the bike lane right now is 20 miles an hour. Right, Dorothy? Is it? Yeah. I don't know. Is it? Top speed. Slow. I'm talking top. Really? Wow. Been, and then so, so some of these car, these electric bikes can go 30. And some, you know, I don't know how fast the scooters can go. I haven't heard. I thought they could, they cut them off at 20. Yeah, they're, they're so limited. We, yeah. They're limited so to that, under 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is that speed in terms of the speed of the bike lane itself. You know, it has to be, it should be 20. But you, these guys, some of these guys go by really fast. Oh, <laughs> you know, they're keeping up with the traffic. There are a lot of issues now. And I think the electric bike and the scooters are going to start, on the one hand, they'll create more bikeways because they'll want them. You know what I mean? They'll say, hey, we need the separation from the cars because we're not that fast. And then on the other hand, they're going to push us out of the way. You know, the bike's out of the way. <laughs> it's an interesting place for sure. I went, uh, so my new role in life, should I make this public? Mm-hmm. Uh, ah. I just got tired of... You know, complaining doesn't do anything other than it's important. It gathers all of us to get mad about something, right? But yep. then to make a difference, I I said, what the hell? And I ran for my town council. <laughs> so Ooh. now I'm a semi-politician. Um, I'm, I feel like Work. I'm an advocate at heart. And maybe that's what a politician should be, is. But I, I'm not really a politician. I'm, so I'm in Altadena. We're unincorporated. So that's ah. kind of like I'm neighborhood council to the supervisor. Ah. So if you think about it, what is the neighborhood council to a supervisor? So when we're unincorporated, our supervisor handles 20 to 22 cities and 70 unincorporated areas. Wow. Who's so your, Who's your supervisor? Um, is it, uh, what's her name? Yes. District 1? No, 5. Uh, so it's there Catherine Barger. She's a great lady. Yeah, okay. And it's Hilda Solis. Those two actually are kind of tag team because they happen yeah. to... Uh, Hilda Solis has been a real great advocate for the environment. So Yeah, she's my supervisor. Yeah. yeah. And so she uh, is along the Oroseco, uh south, uh-huh. like Highland Park and downstream of Pasadena. And then Catherine uh-huh. Barger kind of picks up. Um, and she's kind of the foothill supervisor. She also has Santa Clarita okay. and Lancaster, the high desert. She took over Antonovich. Yes. Yeah. And then okay. uh, Hilda Solis then covers kind of the boundaries from the Arroyo Seco over to the San Gabriel River. Oh, wow. uh, okay. And so really they're, they bookend each other. So they're, they're kind mm-hmm. of tag teaming in a lot of stuff. Janice Hahn yeah. is down in Long Beach area. Yeah. And then Sheila Kuehl, I think, is... Are you just talking about women in local politics right now? This is L.A. County supervisors. Oh, that's just all the supervisors that you're naming. Four of the five, yes, are women. women. And And one is Ridley Thomas, mm -hmm. and he's South L.A. What's happening in your new role as, what what did you say, semi-politician? So because the L.A. County Department of Public Works keeps the streets working and everything, our supervisor, you know, makes sure everything's okay, but they really need the voice of the people to tell them what's going on because it's really hard for them to really have the pulse of what's happening because our supervisor has 20 cities, you know, that 
primarily take care of themselves. We have almost 10 million people in Los Angeles County. That's a lot of people. Right? And I think it's larger than 42 or 43 states' entire population. Wow. And That's so, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So each supervisor... So Dorothy, you know, here's what I was thinking about. I've heard this argument about all the politicians saying we need the people's consent, mm-hmm. but... The politicians have the ability to do amazing outreach. There's been a lot of good changes going on. A lot of it has to do with money (laughs) when it comes to transportation. Mm -hmm. So I hope that our officials get braver when we have this money. You mean like Measure M? All of them. Measure R is Measure M are now sort of compounded. And then I think it's the Office of Traffic Safety and the Federal Highway Transportation, all the way from the federal government to the states. And then the bonus is we have Measure R and Measure M in Los Angeles County. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to, of money. Yes. And yeah. S- but the will of the people is still, when it comes to active transportation in so many cities, are still the bottom. Because the loud voices in the room are the people saying, don't take away my lane. You know, yeah. I, and yeah. then and then it's. But then it's madness because I did do some outreach um, okay. uh, and knocked on the doors in Pasadena uh, with the Orange Grove. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard yeah, of that. Yeah. I know where that is. So yeah. that was going to oh, be a, a lane reduction. And But I spoke, we, we actually got four people to open up their doors in an hour of time. But each time the conversations were very lengthy. And three out of the four homes, and these are longtime residents that don't necessarily ride bikes, and they said, yeah, yeah, we want slower streets and the lane reduction. Yeah. But when Good. it came to the public meeting, this is they so important. They showed up. It was the... The squeaky loud voices yeah. saying, no. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if we don't speak up and uh, we have to organize... Well, cyclists are also pretty good at showing up to meetings, aren't we? Yeah. I always I had that but it's not showing up. I, I, it's, it's coming up with a strategy. It's yes, coming up exactly. with a strategy. Squeaky. Exactly, Squeaky. a message. Mm-hmm. And the message has got to be, like, if you took that time to talk to those people in Orange Grove who are really conservative and you got good results, you need to take that data and create some kind of a, you know, poster or something with the best, the best points, you know what I mean? Like maybe four points that hit really fast, hit really hard, and the people will agree with them. And that's what's not happening right now. Yeah. We did have some council members who knew how to do that better. But the marketing is really key, and it's not happening right now. It isn't. My council member is Zidio. You know him, right? Mm-hmm. He's just not helping at all. I feel like he's always pulling the rug from under us. He's influencing his other council members that are nearby. So we need to come up with a message that bypasses what he's doing. But what he is doing that's interesting he is working with Vision Zero, and hmm. here in, I, I'm over here in MacArthur Park. So we got three diagonal streets put in um, on Sixth and Alvarado, Wilshire and Alvarado, and um, and Seventh and Alvarado. You know what I mean by diagonal crosswalks. You know what I mean? Like a scramble. The, yeah, you know. Yeah, a yeah. scramble. Exactly. We got three of them put here. <laughs> On Alvarado. Did I and introduce it's you to Jennifer? Down the traffic. I figured it out. Hi, Jennifer. She's yeah. with the Bicycle Hi. Advisory yes. Committee. Yeah, yes. I think we know each other, Dorothy. Yes. But I, yeah. But anyway, so that's a good thing that he's done. And 7th Street has bike lanes all the way to downtown, yeah. all the way down to Los Angeles. And we need him further. I want him to go way out to Boyle Heights, you know, and go all the way over to Fairfax. So have you, but anyway. s- have you seen more people riding bikes there because of yeah. the bike lanes? 
Yeah, they're always writing all the time. You every, uh, every time I write, I see at least ten or twenty people at the same time. I'm writing yeah. all the way across, you know, and they're not the same people. It depends on where I am. Yeah. You know? So the other thing that's coming up, it's 2018. In 2020 is the census. Yeah. So this is okay. called demographics. This is called what is happening with our population yep. from the past decade. So that will be really interesting because um, if everyone raised their hand, uh, generally speaking, younger people are having less kids than generations ago. Mm-hmm. And generally mm-hmm. speaking, people are living longer. Mm-hmm. So that's why the squeaky yeah, voices are getting louder. How, how does that affect? The, mm-hmm. Are younger people cycling more? I mean, wait. Well, there's wait less younger yeah, people. So. Oh, less, less there younger would be people. less younger people because less people are having kids. kids yeah. The lifespan pyramid is predicted to be more like a rectangle. So the amount hmm. of people that are older that are in older ways that might be stuck in a mindset, you know. But it is odd because we do have theoretically more younger people and they just haven't been conditioned to be vocal. So there's still time, but it'll be really interesting because they're yeah, predicting well, you over know, time. What's happening mm-hmm. here in, in our area is we're getting a ton of housing being built here. Yes. Central Los Angeles, Koreatown, MacArthur Park, and downtown Los Angeles. It's really getting dense. It's not going to be able to handle the motor vehicles. It's really going to have to have the metro and bicycling so you know it's going to be interesting to see what the zone how the zoning is going to affect uh, mm-hmm. vehicle density and population density here in our area i don't know how about out in altadena i'm not sure how that's you know it's another city not as dense mm-hmm. no we have single family homes yeah on traditionally really larger lots but what's happening now is as people are aging and going to the next level of life. Uh, yeah, they're going to s- smaller apartments in a bigger build- with no, no. building. No, no. Or they're building know, ADUs yeah. in their backyard. No, uh, no well, now, yes, sort of the second unit in the back is starting to happen. But then uh, when someone, you know, leaves the earth, their property and their home is available. And so uh, they're being subdivided. But mm. still yeah. primarily uh, in Altadena, it's single-family homes. Um but the lots are big enough to subdivide. Yeah, into. so one becomes four with uh, the back units. Mm. So now the actually the county is regional planning is doing a survey about what people think about Airbnb mm-hmm. or the yeah. Granny yeah. Flats or having that sort of rental unit in the back. Yeah. I don't. They just sort of ask well, Airbnbs are interesting because they'll be mm-hmm. using Ubers and taxis and you know maybe public transportation. Mm-hmm. They might rent cars too. But it'll be a different kind of uh, vehicle usage, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I think for the Uber, Airbnbs. It seems like Uber and Lyft have kind of thrown a curveball into the evolution of transportation yes. somehow. I mean, you know, they're still cars and they yeah. take up the space, yeah. same space on the road as a car. So yeah. how, how often yeah. would you find that when you're talking about bikes and safe streets and stuff, you end up talking about housing and the age of the population and... Well, Seems they're going to use bikes, right? They're going to end up using bikes. Or well, maybe. Of the I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah, because of density. Again, this thing that is holding us back, and maybe where you live, Jennifer, is, you know, this wonderful place of bike lanes. Uh, well, just one, just one street. 
Okay. <laughs> but that is holding so many people back to even because the bike lanes have to go to where you're going and are you going so far away that you can't ride your bike there. Yeah. So then really the metro back to metro again where a lot of this money is going and we have the Olympics coming in 2028. Mm-hmm. So that is a driving uh, metro Port. and our governments to really think about mass transit uh, mm-hmm. and really pushing this. But we still have that political will thing and old conservative um, ways of operating because you get elected and then everybody wants to sue you and then drive yeah. you out. And then <laughs> the politicians, you know, get uh, conservative. But um, I, I've been spending a lot of time um, with different groups of younger people who want to save the earth, but riding a bicycle is not on their number one priority to save the earth. It's in their mind, but until we make it safer, more efficient, uh, the bus system. So again, Metro uh, has a new department. So Metro has now. Oh, extraordinary innovation. Great title. (laughs) And so they're being a little more, um, what is the word, Jennifer? Like more... um, Proactive. Yeah, and kind of looking outside the box and yeah, they are and yeah. uh, trying to talk to the people more. But um, so we started a safe streets committee in Altadena mm-hmm. um, because, oh, of good. course, that was my motivation. Not totally my motivation, but I'm like, how can I change Altadena? And we already got uh, two grants to primarily work on traffic safety and safe routes to schools. So it's really right. an exciting time. Yeah. But I still see, like I was talking to one of my council members today. And she said, Dorothy, you know, kids, because even how schools work, back in the day, you could walk to school because you went to school in the school in your neighborhood. Now we have charter schools and these schools and that schools. And and so kids come from all over to go to school. (laughs) So then once again, it's hard. So we're in this weird cycle of modes and young people would rather hit their app and get the Uber than ride a bike. It's easier. Multimodal has still got to be the bottom line. And I'm I with you. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's like, yeah. Who needs to I go need. to the gym? Can you carry a bike on Uber? You have what you have they, to do is order an Uber that's big enough to put your bike in it. That's what I my friend told me the other day. You know, and Ubers are kind of weird because they go in populated areas. So when you order one, just say I've got a bike. The operator will send you the correct vehicle, supposedly, or they'll say they don't have one. Whatever. Huh. But you can. It's just got to be a bigger vehicle. That would be multimodal. I mean, yeah, there you go. I guess if you had a folding bike, that's another reason for you to get a folding bike. Folding bike. That's right. Mm -hmm. Folding bikes are a strange. Yeah. I had a fun adventure. Like, don't you guys, I love biking for the adventure of it. And not just adventure, like in theory, wild street. I mean, you can really find a lot of quiet streets to get around. But I love when I, you know, oh, I missed that bus to connect back home. Let me check my app. Oh, I can just ride a half mile. Oh, look at that sandwich shop I've never been to. I'm hungry. <coughs> I got five you know? minutes. Yeah. Then I'm going to go to the sandwich that's shop. Yeah. And that's money in yeah. that neighborhood. Yeah. You know? So that's the that, data. That's another market. That's, a, that's a marketing tool right there. But yeah, so maybe pushing the data around. I remember Long Beach when things were first happening. They had the business uh they did a great partnership with the businesses. Uh-huh. What was yeah. it called? Do you remember? Well, they have bids here. I don't know what they have in, in Long Beach. The business... Um, they did partnerships, the so you got a discount if you rode a bike and oh, right. go visit okay. that business. Yeah. And so that was uh-huh. r- really cool. 
I just to engage everybody. Yeah. I have a call from somebody who has a question for Claude because Claude is a what are you, Claude? What are you, Claude? I'm an amateur bike mechanic. There you go. People have called me a bike whisperer. I don't know if that. Oh wow, yeah, Claude! I have a bike. <laughs> okay. Is Clara there? Yes, I am here. Clara, you had a question uh, for Claude. So I have only recently just gotten into cycling, and I am trying to learn how to actually take care of my bike better by myself. That's um, good. That's good. Yeah. And I just have a really basic question about. How do I know when it's time for me to replace my chain? Oh, your chain. Is my it, bike it, chain. Is yes. something is something happening with your bike? Is it like skipping gears and stuff like that or No, but it's I don't know how to tell when it needs to be replaced. Like I know from the sounds of it and stuff like that that, that I need to lubricate it and all of that, but I know that over time the chain needs to be replaced and so I'm just aside from feel you know, the subtleties of resistance and stuff like that. Like, is there an easier way for me to tell when the bike chain needs to be replaced? Yeah, there's a couple of, if you're kind of serious about it, you might want to invest in a chain checking tool, which fits Mm -hmm. into the chain and measures stretch. And that can tell you, but actually, you know, I I said stretch, but chains don't actually stretch the pivots and the, and the bushings start to wear and then they get longer, they elongate. Um, and so that's basically the other way that you can tell if a chain is worn out is you can just measure it, actually. Basically, every bike chain has a half-inch pitch. So a complete set of links measures exactly an inch. You know, okay. y- if it's slightly worn, you're going to have a hard time discerning if there's any stretch on, you know, a one-foot length of it. But if it's really worn and you and you put a tape measure or, or, or a one-foot ruler on it and it doesn't exactly line up on the hash marks at the end of a mm-hmm. foot then you know that it's worn out. But a chain checking tool is really the best way to tell because it actually measures more accurately whether or not a chain is worn out. And then the other thing okay. that I would add to this is that, you know, as a chain wears, it tends to accelerate wear on the on the gears, on the on the sprockets and the chain rings on the crankset. So people suggest that it makes sense to replace everything together. And I think if a chain is really worn out, you may find that replacing your chain with a new chain may actually cause problems. It may make the chain uh, skip if it doesn't. So okay. it's good to change it before it wears out too much because then it accelerates wear on the rest of your drivetrain. So, Got it. But I hope that helps. And, and then I would also say that, like, you know, cleaning your chain and um, keeping it clean and lubricated is also a really good thing to do. Okay. Well, I have begun doing that, and this has been very helpful because I didn't even know a chain checking tool existed yeah they're so. pretty they're pretty <laughs> they're cheap you could you could buy them for like five bucks if you're committed to cycling i would say that that's a tool to invest five dollars is a wise investment yeah you know like you could get one of those and you should have some hex wrenches and you should have some tire levers and a chain braking tools is handy uh-huh. or you know you can use quick links on your chain um, are you going to teach us a class how well, we're, we're talking we're chains now, you know, like, we're talking chains. It sounds like it's you should. Yeah. a YouTube video. Oh, yeah. There are so many YouTube videos. That's the problem. I'll tell you a little chain story. So a friend of mine, he's obsessed about keeping his chains clean. So he actually has two chains. Hmm. And and he, instead of isn't worrying about... Isn't that a rapper? <laughs> <I think> it, <laughs> it may be. But two Does he wear them around his neck? No, he, 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 <laughs> he, has, he has one clean and at the ready. His chain, dirty is like my chain right after I cleaned it, seriously. So whenever, <laughs> whenever his chain gets a little dirty, he just swaps his chain for another chain, and then he takes the other yeah. chain off, and he cleans it. And so in this way, he's like he's elongating the lifespan ah. of his whole drivetrain. So in other oh. words, 
his two chains will last way longer than two chains if you were to if you were to replace one after the other because he just keeps them clean and his two chains basically last forever. So that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. So because because what what, co- what the primary cause of wear in your chain is grit and like sand acting like sandpaper mm-hmm. it makes a grinding paste with the oils mm. in your chain, and it causes stuff to wear out. So if you can keep it really clean, it's not going to wear out. Yeah, so, so if, you ride by okay. the, if you ride by the beach, you have to clean that thing every day, right? I think so, yeah. You have to, like, stop every 50 yards. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, two chains would have a hard time. Yeah, two chains. Yeah, he would need to be become four chains. <laughs> so, well, I hope, that, I hope that helps with your chain question. You have been chain most question. helpful. Mr. Bike Whisperer. Okay, so. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for, uh, yes. thanks for calling in. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Okay. Have a good night. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, thank you, Claude. That was our first time doing that. Yeah, if anybody else Mechanics. has questions you about know, bikes, you know, I'm happy to yeah. do my best answer. So when I teach the classes, we talk about rules of the road, what yeah. stuff you should have, and everyone says... When can I take the class to learn how to work on my bike? Yeah. And that's a class that's on the curriculum, but we don't teach that. Yeah. So those classes are really kind of important because it builds community. Sure. You know where to go. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, you know, like you shouldn't have to take your bike to the bike shop to adjust the gears or to fix a flat tire. Or yeah. To, you know, those kinds of things are so basic and so fundamental and so easy that a lot of times all you need is your hands. You don't even need a tool, you know, so kind of seems odd imagine if you had to take your shoes to the shoe shop to change the laces you know (laughs) it's kind of weird that's good well speak for yourself my friend what i like the way the guys change my tire and they charge me three dollars over here in macarthur park oh that's pretty good when i get a flat and they're really and they're like i won't go in sobbing and it's done in like two minutes. And if I do it, three dollars probably take me half a day. Wow, that's there, great. Yeah. There is something yeah. symptomatic. I want to say it's specialized, but somebody is doing a women's uh, mechanics school for two weeks. Oh. So then uh, the women, so there is something about maybe we're just conditioned, but in my brain, I, I am, yeah. In my brain, mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. don't want to work on my bike. I want, uh-uh. I'm, I'm the bad person that wears out the chain to the end with all the gear. It's <laughs> <Yep>. okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And I couldn't see myself being two chain. Two chain, you wouldn't be two, two chain? No. Yeah. Two chain, Jane. What? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, but well. Sadly. Never mind. We'll get, we'll, we'll grow up one day, you know. <laughs> it's no, okay. You do. I don't think that you should be ashamed. We need Claude. We need the chain whisperer. The most important thing is that you ride your bike. Yes. Thank That's you. Yeah. Hey, I'm riding every day. I don't have a car. Haven't owned one since 1968. I'm one of those 73 year olds. So you're awesome, and I don't feel it. You know, you're awesome, rock star. Yeah, our hero. Yeah, I'm a hero. I'm a heroine. Yeah, (laughs) keep it up, Jennifer, Claude, and Dorothy. Thank you so much for coming in. And thank you. You're gonna be here every every Friday, all three of you. The chemistry's right. Four fun Fridays. Fridays are good for me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bike Talk. If you want to hear more, go to kpfk.org, navigate to programs, and choose Bike Talk. On the Bike Talk page, click on the archives link to play or download shows posted in the last four months. Go to biketalk.com and copy or click on the RSS link to subscribe. Our Twitter handle is BikeTalkPFK. On Facebook, we are Bike Talk. You can become friends and join our group. 